Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I started running live Zoom groups during COVID as a way to help people get out of their heads and process some stuff, but also to build a community where we could champion each other's stories. It's called the TAT Lab, and that has grown into a thriving community now where we have life coaches and therapists all running multiple classes a day, everything from codependency to relationships. I run a giant check-in once a week. I'm also doing a group couples class, everything from trauma to chakras, and, and it's constantly changing. And one of the reasons why it's called the lab is because uh, we are playing in our sandbox. And something that I'm super passionate about is helping people in a casual way. So it's more casual over clinical. Um, we have a great time and we have an amazing community. And also it's extremely affordable. So check us out. There's no better time to grow than right now. Go to my Instagram at The Angry Therapist and click on my bio link. And we will see you in group. One of the things I've noticed about myself is that my sexual desire is changing. So um, I'm a very sexual, like very high strung, not high, high strung, makes me sound like I'm a um, jackrabbit in the bedroom. Um, I'm a highly sexual person, not a high strung sexual person. <laughs> well, I guess I can be, um, depending on how much sex I've had. No, there, there's a song, there's a, there's a lyric of a 90s hip-hop song that says, my life is more than my erection. And uh, I, remember, I always remember that because um, that was pretty much most of my life is, oh, actually, no, um, these days my life is more than my erection. Uh, the old days, the, in my 20s, uh, um, and, 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 and my uh, 30s, my teens, um, my life was purely uh, all about my erection, meaning I was very highly sexual. Um, and I know where it comes from. My, my dad's an alcoholic, and at one time I believed I was a sex addict, um, went to SAA meetings. Um, I definitely have the addiction gene, and then I concluded that I wasn't a sex addict, um, but I was definitely, but I, I think I can be, I don't know, I, you know, I was, on, I was on the fence, I wasn't sure, I would definitely did not um, 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 lose my life or, you know, things to um, uh, not being able to control um, my uh my sex. So it it wasn't like sex was a drug that I couldn't control. So that that never happened. So if, if you want to base addiction on that definition, um I was not a sex addict, but there was a period in my life and also my marriage was falling apart. So I think I was also looking for reasons. Um I was looking internally, I was doing a uh uh an inventory check, you know, self-inventory and then also um at that time I was 30-ish, uh, maybe 29, 30. Um, my wife at the time found me looking um, at porn on my computer and that, and she was devastated. Um, she came from a very conservative world. And so that was, to her, that was like cheating. 
Um, and I'm sure there was other stuff too. So by this time she had built a lot of anger, resentment. Uh, and also I think, uh, in her early, when I first met her, I was, um, highly sexual. I was, um, you know, um, more, I don't know how to say that I was more aggressive, I think. And she wanted to definitely hold off a little bit. Um, and, and, and just being a 20 something year old and just hormones everywhere. But anyway, so at that point I actually wanted to, to change. I thought, Oh, do I have a problem? Um, and then going through my journey of, uh, SAA meetings and all of that, I realized, actually, I don't think I have a problem. I mean, I was listening to other people's stories and, um, I mean, they were losing, uh, you know, custody and they were losing, they were going bankrupt from, um, all of their sexual ways. And, you know, there was, a all, and I was like, well, that's, um, I mean, I could relate to them, uh, and how they got there, but that I was able to control, um, sex and I and sex wasn't something that destroyed my life so based on that I don't think I'm a sex addict but anyway um definitely not today I'm not and I don't know if it's because I'm 47 and I don't know if it's a biological thing I'm sure part of that you know with men um with the opposite of women which is great because this world would be overpopulated can you imagine if men and women hit their sexual peak at the same time holy shit, it would be like, um, I mean, there would be no, um, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be enough, not, we would be having babies like crazy. Anyway, I, I just lost my train of thought. I don't believe I am a sex addict today. And, um, the way that it's changing is, it's weird. Some of it's spiritual. Like, I see sex differently, you know, um, I think that my, um, the way that I saw sex before was very locker room predictable. Um, I grew up at a very early age, um, being exposed to, um, images, uh, that, that I should not have been exposed to at that age. Right. So like my parents were always working this is in the eighties and, uh, we were left at home, um, and we could do anything, you know, unsupervised. And at, I think, age like 9, 10, I was, um, you know, watching the Playboy channel and getting um, um, Centerfold magazine. Back in the day, I mean, there was no internet, obviously. So getting porn was like a big ordeal. Like you had to know somebody um, and that person had to know an older brother and that brother had to be somewhere gone. So the younger brother could sneak into his room and dig under the bed and you know and so if you got your hands on an image you would probably hold on to that image for until the basically the magazine dissolved because it's been looked at so many times anyway so so that i was exposed to images and and um in the playboy channel stuff like that um and also you know um, i mean not even not just porn but also like watching the exorcist shit like that at nine ten um exposed to way too many graphic things at that age. And so I'm sure that's a factor, right? That definitely makes an imprint. Um, but uh, in my 20s, super highly sexualized. And I could say, you know what all guys are, but that's I don't want to say that because that's, that's a generalization. Um, I definitely was. We'll be right back after this brief message. 
This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Listen, make 2020 a year where you can explore new skills, deepening existing passions, and get lost in creativity. I talk a lot about creativity and the power of creativity and how that mindset opens you wide for amazing things to happen. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. I've used Skillshare to learn how to podcast better. I've used Skillshare to learn how to blog better. I've used Skillshare to execute structure in my content. I'm going to right now give you two months free. Just go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry. Skillshare.com forward slash angry for two months of Skillshare absolutely for free. This is a year that you can exercise your creativity muscles. You have absolutely no more excuses. Go check out Skillshare. But uh, my definition of sex was based on what I saw, you know, so uh, distorted, you know, um, scoreboard, performance, um, measuring my worth um, by uh, sexual encounters, stuff like that. I, I've always been in a relationship, so I haven't had a, like a lot of sexual encounters, you know, Um they were, you know, they were all in monogamous relationships, but definitely the the more the uh, um, uh, the uh, dominant, and then most of the the women that have been in relationships were more sub, um, and 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 you know that's also a thing. So that's uh, uh, that kind of uh, chemistry and that kind of dynamic that also you know works well in the bedroom and all that. Um, but something's changing in me and. It's not that I'm not a sexual person anymore, but I feel like my definition of sex is changing. I feel like it's not about um, just finishing or um, it's not just about fucking. It's not just about um, satisfying an appetite. I think now I see sex more of a a conduit to connect, uh, exploration, um, my, in my last relationship, I remember toward the end of it, I was thirsty for things like, uh, eye contact. <laughs> I was thirsty for, uh, kissing. I was thirsty for, there was something happening to me. And I think that's the beginning of it. Um, and also getting into this kind of spiritual era, uh, uh, area, there, there's a part of me that feels like I need to, um, get to a place where um, my where where sex is um, how do I say this? I need to get to a place where uh, I have control. I mean, I have control over it now, but it's not a two dimensional thing. But it's more of a, a way of being. It's more about sex being. Um, a vehicle to uh, self-expression, to love, to connection, to communication, to, you know, all of that, um, embody, embody, uh, embodying um, sexuality instead of the act of sex. I think I know what I'm trying to say. Okay, so it's more about um, the the being of sex instead of the uh instead of sex sex being outside of self and it's something you do so it's almost like you are 
sex, if that makes sense, right? Like you are love, you are creation, you are um, ideas, you are, you know, instead of having them, instead of it being something you do. And I think that's what's changing. I think before my 20s and 30s, sex was a thing you did, right? It was outside of self. And that's what made it um, performance and scoreboard or whatever, however you want to, you know, define that um, for, for you. Uh, and then now it's more of a way of being. And when you do that, and I think this is what's interesting, or if you can kind of um, incorporate that, there's less stigma, there's less shame, um, there's more human, you know? And I think that that's the evolution. And I think I need to be there and this is just uh, something I believe in general, that I think I need to be there in order for me to advance. I feel like um, I had to hit certain mile, milestones, hit certain goals, internal goals for the universe. It's like a video game where I, when I hit those goals, be, you know, um, um, expanding, um, seeing something a different way, becoming something or someone different, um, I, I then unlock the next level, right? And I feel like the universe doesn't give us things that we want um, until we are ready for them. Uh, and I think it's a way of protecting us, not as a fuck you, right? And so um, sex has always been a big part of my life and a part of my life that um, also is lined with shame. And uh, I think these days it doesn't, it's not the monster and, you know, it's, um, um, I mean, I still think about it often. I'm still, you know, I'm still me. I'm still sexual, but it's, uh, um, it's now something that is a way of expression. And, um, I don't know. I don't know if you can relate to that. You know, if it's not with sex and maybe it's with food, maybe it's with uh, something else, a vice that you have. Um, but it all kind of goes back to, um, your evolution it goes back to this idea that we are not the same and we are constantly growing and evolving and um there is a spiritual process right there are things i think working through us as our lenses change and i think as that happens um the more that happens the uh, the more we're able to run toward our true north i think the the, the more we're able to um allow light in and then um the light comes out uh almost like a, a kaleidoscope almost like a rainbow in different colors and those colors are uniquely yours and it's what makes us potent and you and uh um i call it a prism you know not a prison a prism um so that's my episode today uh and my rant um i hope you can relate to it and if you can't know that um we are all expanding you know i don't know where you're at in your life but we are all expanding because as humans as curious creatures we are always evolving growing learning even if it feels like we're not i think um the the being in the the uh the trenches um, is required for us to reflect and have revelations and, and grow. So even if you are in a dark place, and I've been in many dark places, um, we are going forward. So keep leaning forward.
Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.